Welcome to Meaningful Minutes, a podcast provided by Beautiful Outcome, where we are passionate about the adventure of creating lives of meaning. I'm your host, Julia Woods, and today we're going to talk about the gift of vision in our suffering. The most common struggle I experience my clients have is a lack of direction or a longing for direction. Now, many of my clients are extremely successful and have very large companies, and yet when relationships get tough or a new vision calls them into uncertainty, they commonly say similar things like, I don't know what to do, or there's this longing to connect with my spouse in a deeper way, but I have no idea how to bring that about, or I want more meaning in my work, but I have no idea how to go about that. Another common one I hear is something in my life seems to be missing, but I have no idea what it is or how to find it. Do any of those longings for direction resonate for you? Maybe you're longing for clarity or direction in something else, but in some form, I believe as human beings, we all have these longings that bring us to desire more than what we currently have. I believe these desires, they are the signpost guiding us to our life fully alive. Now, I know they can; these longings can feel a lot more like suffering than a friend or a guide. But what if they were actually a gift? My experience is that within each of us is a blueprint of our life fully alive. Our greatest desires, our deepest longings, our greatest possible impact. A life full of meaning. The blueprint or the instruction manual, the map, if you will, to that life is sitting inside each one of us. Think about it like an IKEA instruction manual. I don't know how many of you have gone to IKEA and let's say you see this huge, beautiful storage cabinet that you're like, yes, I need that for my office. And you buy it, you get it home, you open up the boxes and sitting on the floor is this massive pile of of boards and nuts and bolts and pegs. And you're like, oh my gosh, how is this chaos going to turn into that shelving unit I longed for in the store? And so what do we do? We look for the instruction manual, that thick white book that says, step one, take this board and this board and put them together with this peg and this screw. And we follow one step and then the next step and then the next step. And before we know it, we have a shelving unit that looks like what we longed for. And maybe a few extra bolts and things that were like, whoops, I don't know where that was supposed to go, but oh, well, (laughs) let's go with it. So that that instruction manual I believe you were designed with that inside of you to take you to your maximum joy, impact, and the legacy you long to to leave in your life. That instruction manual is inside of you. Catch is you're the only one that can read it. You're the only one that can follow the steps or hear the steps to begin to follow them. I believe the steps come to us through our longings. Those longings that we have are actually the signpost or the guides or the steps taking us towards that life. Those desires that come to us that we have no idea how in the world we could produce that. 
those longings that you fear you don't have what it takes to experience those things, those hopes that call you to let go of what you currently have for the hope, the possibility that something greater could be. Each of those desires, longings, and hopes are the directions or the next step to your best life coming about. My experience is is that these desires seem to become the most clear. These steps become the most clear in the midst of our suffering. I am most aware of what I long for when what I currently have doesn't feel good or isn't working for me. When I'm suffering in my current reality, that is when the longing comes, which is the step I need to take towards my life fully alive. You know, I might be in the suffering of recognizing I keep arguing with my spouse. And in the moment of that arguing, that where I feel like I just want to give up and it's hopeless, is when I hear that subtle desire speak to me that says what you truly long for is deep connection. Or maybe that moment when you're driving home from work and you're just feeling the despair of another day that feels just like the day before and the day before that. And in that hopelessness, you have this sense that I really long for meaning in my work. I really long to go home knowing I made a difference in someone's life. I know for me, one of the desires that became really clear to me was in the moment I saw the despair on my child's face. When I had told them that I'll play with you in five minutes when I get done working. And then I realized I'd already told them that four times. And in that despair in their face, I saw they longed to have a relationship with me, that they could trust me, and that I would do what I said that I was going to do. It was in that moment my desire for connection became really real. Noticing these longings is an extremely important step. I've got to notice the longing because I can't transform what I can't see. I can't hope for what I don't know I don't have. I can't find what I don't know I'm looking for. Now, I'm really aware that getting clear about these longings is a little easier said than done because we live in a society full of numbing devices that help escape escape being in the suffering long enough to hear the whisper of the longing. When things feel like they aren't the way I want them to be, but I have no idea how to change them, I look for ways to get out of the discomfort of having to think about them or having to get honest with myself about what it is that I don't want. Take a minute and think about what are your advices of vices of escape? How do you escape the discomfort of being in the suffering of what you don't want? Is it busyness? Is it shopping? Candy crushing? Eating? Binge watching? A drink or two? No bad. None of these things are bad. Yet our willingness to see 
that we are using them to, to avoid the journey to the deepest longings of our heart is a really powerful awakening. To recognize they are the momentary comfort for the long-term suffering is something to really consider. Because if I'm willing to face the despair I feel inside of me, the clarity of what I long for begins to expose itself. Once I have the clarity of what I long for, then the steps that I need to take to get there begin to emerge. But until I have the clarity of what I long for, the steps don't come. But many times people step out of the suffering or the discomfort of getting clear about what they long for because they say, I have no idea how to get it, so why think about it anymore? But what we can't get the cart before the horse. We got to first be in the, get to the clarity of what it is that we long for. And then the first step will begin to emerge. And as I take that step, then I begin to know what next step is I need to take and so on and so forth. And before long, I am experiencing my life fully alive. So let's come back to this need for clarity because it is really the gift waiting for us right in the middle of our suffering. This clarity is the vision in our suffering. I wonder, what is your suffering today? Did someone say or do something that's really hurt you? Are you lonely? Are you disappointed in how things have turned out? Whatever it is, would you let yourself feel it? Would you allow yourself to be in it and discover the gift that's wanting to offer itself to you? As you face it, accept it, you can begin to hear the desire emerge or the vision will merge as you let yourself choose honesty about what it is that you currently have in your life that you don't want. I'm going to ask you to take this step really officially, really significantly, intentionally, if you will, and actually write it down. What is it in your life that you currently have that you don't want? Would you let yourself externalize it? Get it outside of your head and that swirling around where it just kind of is chaos in there. Let yourself write it out in honesty. Now, there's no perfect way to do this. There isn't a right way or a wrong way. It's just your willingness to let yourself be with what's there. Get honest about it. That's step one. Now, step two, once you've written that out, you've gotten really clear about this is what I currently have that I don't want. I'm going to ask you to turn it around. If what you have isn't what you want, what is it that you would want? What is it that you really desire or long for? Now, one word of caution is it can be really easy when you start getting clear about what it is that you long for. You actually just simply write more of what it is that you don't want, 
For example, let's say that you realize, okay, I don't want this anger. I'm angry. I don't want to be angry. I keep blowing up at the people I love and I really, I'm tired of the anger. So when you think about what you do want, you might be tempted to write, I, I don't want this anger. But that's just more of the same. We already know you don't like the anger. So if you weren't angry, what is it that you would be? And you might realize that what you actually long for is self-control or the ability to sit in the uncomfortable without losing control. So let yourself think about what it is that you do want. So there's two steps I've asked you to take. The first step is getting clear about what it is that you currently have that you don't want. And the second thing I've asked you to do is to get clear about what it is that you do want. Now be prepared. Your brain is not going to aid you in doing this. Your brain doesn't want you to get clear about these two things because your brain actually has a default setting in it that helps you make up victim stories, that helps you make up stories that bring you to be the victim of your circumstances, the victim of your misery. You might commonly hear your brain say things like, I don't have a choice. This is just how life is. Until this person changes, there's nothing I can do about it. I just need to grin and bear it and hope someday they change. Those are kind of the sounds of what our victim story sounds like in front of, inside of us. I'm, I'm pretty familiar with it. So those are really easy for me to come up with. So... I'm asking you to do these two steps just for clarity. Step one, what is it that you currently have that you don't want? Step two, what is it that you actually long for? Now, over the next few weeks, you're going to be getting several more podcasts from me around the subject of vision. I'm going to invite you as you wait for those podcasts to take these two steps really seriously. Write both of them out and then sit in it, if you will. By sitting in it, I'm inviting you to sit in the curiosity of both of them. Like as you look at what it is that you have that you don't want, get curious about it. Notice, are there any patterns? Are there any things that, how long in your life have you been dealing with that? Um, Let's say you and your spouse are arguing all the time. Get curious about that. What is it that you're arguing about? Are there common threads in the arguing? What is it that you don't argue about? And, you know, why is it that you tend to argue about this one specific thing? So apply curiosity to that and then apply curiosity to what it is that you do want. Like, okay, who do I know that has that quality or that embodies what it is that I do want? What is it that I can learn from them? Or ask yourself, um... You know, what difference would that make in my life? If I did have what it is that I long for, how could that impact my marriage? How could that impact my child? How could that impact my work? And as you let yourself discover and let your inner child come out that asks a thousand questions a day, embrace this curiosity because it is in this discovery that's going to give you a greater sense of the longing and a greater sense of the vision that wants to emerge out of your current suffering. I wonder, would a friend walking through this process with you be a resource? If it would, 
if the answer to that question for you is yes, then I'm going to invite you to share this podcast with a friend and ask them to take these two steps with you and to sit in the curiosity together with each other over the next few days and weeks. And then as the next podcast comes out, you'll be able to take the next steps together and have a bit of a community or a bit of um, a team player with you in the journey. I'm super excited for you to discover this and experience the gift of vision that wants to come out of your current suffering. If you liked what you heard today, would you subscribe to this podcast? And in the comments below, write down what it is that you really took away from this. For more resources or to contact me, please go to my website, beautifuloutcome.com. I look forward to connecting with you again soon.